up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. morning happy friday to you steve sipple jake Sorensen. early break full show ahead you've made it to the weekend congrats hope you survived cinco de mayo i had a couple beers last night beers huh? corona yeah um uh good morning let's not stumble out of the gate what's going on over I didn't there stumble I, i'm not stumbling i had a margarita a mango is that not manly enough is that trouble um i i i told you Many times I don't enjoy margaritas. Is so a mango? I cannot judge the mango versus the lime versus anything else versus the strawberry margarita. I had a great burrito, a great burrito. I might go back today actually and make it, a, you know, Cinco de Mayo too. Well, why not? Well, why not? It's a free world. You can do what yeah. you want to. Well, why not? Why, why is it to stop after <laughs> one day? You know, why can't Christmas be two days too, or you know, Fourth of July is a whole weekend? It's like Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras is much more than in one day. Yeah, it you is. You don't know it's, anything about that, do you? Uh, I, I've, never, I've never been in New Orleans, but I know, what, <laughs> know all about Mardi Gras. Yes. It's not just one day. It's a party. It's uh, a festivities down there. Fest, a festival, basically. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, how's things going? Uh, things are fine. Things are fine. Uh, we're here. We're, we're present, and we're ready to do some radio today. Yeah, how, let's how, do some radio. How, to how are you? Bit. How are you Good. today? I'm doing fine. You have to carry it a little bit. Yesterday, well, man, a lot, lot of stuff on, on Twitter. Did you catch up with all your reactions yesterday, your notifications? <laughs> you probably had in the, in the vicinity of, I don't know, 5,000 reactions yeah. yesterday. <laughs> for uh, favorites, likes, retweets. Thanks or to everybody. Yeah, thanks for that. It's a little overwhelming. Um I appreciate all of it. Um, like it feels kind of like I'm dying. Um, you're not, I'm not. dying. No, no. Look, look. <laughs> if you're dying, well, guess what? He's still here in studio. Yeah, I usually hear that sort of stuff after your, you know, like your funeral. Um, I that I know I'm fine though. I'm perfectly healthy. But I appreciate all of it. And if I don't get back to you, don't please don't. You think five thousand people to talk to, <laughs> or maybe ten. Yeah, yeah, there's a point last night where I was like, I just can't. This is not going to work. Uh, <laughs> my fingers are falling off. Um, my brain is falling but, apart. But I'll I, I'll get to more people as the week goes on because I am off of work for a while. Yes, um, and, and for the people that did not listen to us say multiple times in the show, yes, yeah, Sip still on the show. Yeah, still on the show, and I'll have a job around here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it will be announced around the first of June. So, yeah, yeah, just hold on, just hold on, hold the horses. Let you know, be patient for a little bit. Yeah, and, th- and, and he's still here. Yeah, and thank you to the Journal Star. Gosh, we had it, it was a really nice send off yesterday, a really nice little get together. So I appreciated that. Uh, the people are curious on uh-huh. the text line. Mm-hmm. Uh, where does Sip go for his Cinco de Mayo burrito? And margarita. What's that? You know the name of the place. I can tell. I yeah, it was, yeah, it's on West O Street. It's a it's in a little a little tiny strip area. Yeah, strip uh, mall. Salito Lindo. Yeah, yes, Salito Lindo. 
and I get the number one burrito. The the gals all know what I get. You want the number one, and they just say, "What kind of margarita do you want today?" And yesterday, you, you change mango. it up a little bit. Yeah, is mango uncommon for you? No, I, I no. That's it's usually either mango or just a lime. Yeah, know? yeah. Never strawberry. Uh, uh-uh. uh. That's going a little too far toward the feminine side, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, well, I, think I, so. again, I I cannot say I partake. I don't like margaritas, so I've never had a strawberry or uh, a mango, and I've had I've had parts of lime before. There's one time me and McKeever, Kurt McKeever, were in Dallas covering something. Kurt McKeever used to be the he used to be a sports writer at the Journal Star, and um, I got a strawberry daiquiri at a place. Oh yeah, it was an old boy moment. Um, I I said McKeever, you mind if I order? He goes, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Um, but I asked the waiter. I say, do, do dudes order this? He goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> Try again. <laughs> he was very, very yeah, You frank. can order it, but I'm going to make fun of you. He was very frank about it. I get away with stuff like that because why? Because why? Because I'm a manly dude. Is that right? <laughs> Gus almost turned around in that comment. I heard that. <laughs> if I can get Gus to turn around, something. something yeah, something, you, you did something, something right. Happened. You did something really right or really something wrong. When I guess sweet roll for chorizo. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. He whipped around. Somebody said they almost <laughs> fell out of the car laughing yesterday. Sweet roll. At that moment. <laughs> As all Jacob right. said, yeah, sweet roll burrito makes no sense at all. Yeah, chorizo. Come on. Sausage. Right. 402-464-5685. Call or text as always. Keep us company this morning on this uh on this Friday morning. Uh I, I wanna talk about this. I was reading Sean Callahan, uh, his write up for his three two one on Husker Online. And I know that we talk about this a lot, but yes. I, I guess putting it into Words and, and and uh come on, let's do this. And just kind of realizing what it's gonna look like for next year. Sean writes, and this is this is this is true, at it at least seven starters for next season could come directly from the transfer portal for Nebraska. And I, I'm we've we asked this before, I wanna know if the thoughts are the same going forward or not. Is that the new way of life or is that a high number going into a new year? Seven players or more that were not here last year, that are potentially going to start for this upcoming season. Do you think that's high or a normal number that we might see going forward? So we're talking about nearly, as Sean points out, nearly 30% (laughs) of Nebraska's 24 positional starters, if you count the specialist, will be from the transfer portal. That strikes me as high. Yep, I I agree. Yeah, But maybe not. Maybe it's a new thing. Yeah, and situational. It's situational. And remember, I... We say it all the time, but well, right now we shouldn't be surprised at all because Frost in that memorable Scott Frost in that memorable November press conference. I thought it was memorable because he he outlined his battle plan. You know, his he basically outlined his plan for getting another year as the head coach back in November when he said, I think it was it was, it was late in the season um, when he said we're going to the transfer portal portal and the JUCOs to get try to get us over the top he laid it out I, I thought it was very striking at the time I, I liked it he was he was being very upfront about it if we if they would have done this without him saying that mm. it would have been weird right I think we would have been like what are they doing like are they still going into the portal 
They're still going to the portal, by the way. They're not done. That's the thing. Yep. This number that you cited, seven. That Nebraska could change. Could, that could go, that could go eight. Could with go a, higher. If, if they have their druthers, Nebraska, if Nebraska has its druthers, it'll go higher. It would go to eight because I want an offensive tackle. Okay? And I will tell you something, Jake. They're not done. And I wouldn't be surprised if I was, there, you get a surprise or two going forward, like a skill position player. That maybe could start, possibly, or not? Well, we'll talk about that. Yeah, again, there. you got seven. Again, but, but I, uh, right now it's seven because you get to nine or ten players that maybe come from the portal directly this yeah. year. Not from yes. previous years. We're talking about this year, new additions that were not here last season. This is situational. But if every year – I don't think you could do this every year. I, don't, I just don't think you – well, it's feasible. I, I like to I like to talk to Mel Tucker, Michigan State. Who again? We, we just know it took in twenty players last year from the portal. A lot of those were starters, and they had a great year. Michigan State had a really good year for them. You know, they were in, in the top ten for a lot of the season. Um, I think they won they were won 10, 10 or eleven games. They were double digit wins. Eleven. Eleven wins for and. and and again, they're taking more guys from the portal again this year. Is that the way of life he wants to go going forward? He's obviously he was a new coach there coming from Colorado, but I'd like to say Mel Tucker, you you had a really good year. What what's your plan for this going forward? Is that a number you want to have every year? Twenty new players in the roster, and a bunch of those as starters, or is that something just to get you started? But okay, I, I don't know. Now here's the thing. No, let's just stick at Nebraska. No, they're not going to have thirty. I don't think they're going to they're have thirty percent of their starters out of the portal every season. You're looking for a sweet spot, right? That's I am. What you're yeah, I for. am. You're looking for a sweet spot. If they got ten players, and I'm not talking about necessarily starters out of the portal every year, would that be? Is that is that number obtuse to you? I, I it isn't to me. If they every year they went in and got. Seven to twelve players from the transfer portal, and four to <laughs> six to seven were starters. I, I think that would if, that would that be somehow alarming to you? Well, it I, wouldn't be to me. I, let me say, I, I think that if you're if you're leaning towards that twelve number more often, it, it's it seems a little bit high. But again, players leave your school. It it, it might go the this the other way that you lose. Eight to twelve guys. You got to bring in that many guys in to, to right. replace them. Situational. It, uh, situational, exactly. You got to be light on your feet. This is what Scott Frost always says. In this world, you have to be light on your feet. He had a quote about it that I'll find. I should have had it. I, yesterday was a little bit of a whirlwind um, for me, so I'm not as prepared as I usually am. I'm not impeccably prepared <laughs> like usual. But Frost did. Talk has has talked about this, and I don't need to look up the quote. He said this. He he said essentially you have to be light on your feet in this world. And this is where we're going, and that and you know what, it I I did read your rundown last night, and the thought occurred to me. The thought occurred to me, and it doesn't. Not, I'm not going to apologize for saying it. Okay, they did a great job in the transfer portal. Some of it's Jared Lambrick, by the way. They're, they were very organized through this process. They, they got, they got some. You can, uh, you can, you can get some. They got some players that you can identify as good players already, guys that are proven at the major college level, and then one who's not, 
and Anthony Grant, who I'm probably I'm who am I most excited to see out of these guys? Ooh, there you go. Who am I most excited? Anthony Grant's in the top three. Trey Palmer, Trey Palmer, and Casey Thompson. Um, Thompson's probably number one, right? Is he quarterback? Yeah, but I mean the QB. QB it's not one. As, it's not as it's not as profound to me because I, I know what he's got. I've seen a lot of it. You see a lot of it on tape. He started ten games. I watched the Alamo Bowl second half the other night, where he came in looked really good. By the way, the Alamo Bowl um, when what's his name got hurt. Um, I can't remember his name, but the he they pressed they pressed uh, Casey into action and he looked really good. Um, kind of stole the show of that Alamo Bowl, actually. But, yeah, I kind of know what he's got. I haven't seen a lot of Trey Palmer. You can find it on film, but I haven't seen a lot. And Anthony Grant, he looks like a tough running back to me. What if he's the best running back they've had since Amir Abdullah? Well, that'd be nice. I'm not going to expect that right now, but it'd I'm not nice. expecting it, but it'd be nice. Let's get a phone call from Chris, who's been patiently waiting on the Honda of Lincoln hotline, 402-464-5685. Chris, you're on early break. Go ahead, man. Good morning, Steve. Jake, happy Friday to you guys. Wow, I haven't heard from you in a while. How are you doing over there? Are you working today? Uh, real good, Steve. We're, we're all good over here. Jake, I, I want to let you know a couple of days ago on the phone, Steve talked me out of uh, canceling my subscription to the Lincoln Journal. Way to go. Well, that's what he does. He's a good salesman. You don't need to do that. No. I, I did, that. And I, I, I will not, Steve. Yeah, I'm going to take that paper. And I hope Thank all you. your old cohorts, uh, the Hamiltons and everybody, I hope you had a little party down there and, and uh, some of the old writers. Yeah, well, not, not all the old writers, but we had a nice party at the Journal Star yesterday. Oh, it was good. a nice Steve, I'm glad to hear, hear that. You know, uh, one of these days I, I'm going to be able to to say that uh, into the Media Hall of Fame in Nebraska, Steve Sipple, I knew that guy. <laughs> yeah, well, that, yeah, and people will cast a wary eye towards you when you say <laughs> um, that. <laughs> but, yeah, thank you, Chris, and we, we, you know, we appreciate your loyalty a lot. Well, uh, yes, and you guys, you sure fill in our time here. Now, uh, Jake, on your subject, okay. is, th- is this a fair statement? Okay. Desperate times call for desperate measures. <laughs> um, I, think I think it's somewhat fair in this situation, Chris. Not all the way, but somewhat. <laughs> I would I would say that that's a very fair statement. Now, listen, okay. guys, uh, the, the recruiting... The high school recruiting, yes, it's it, the last five, ten years. It's not pushing us over the hump. Is that another fair statement? Yes, that's fair. Yes, that's fair. Okay. Yes. Okay, I think if things don't change the way things are right now, Steve, Jake, this Nebraska, if they are going to compete, and let's uh, let's say it again, it's been twenty-five years this year since our last national title. 23 since our last conference title. It's been 10 years since our last division title, and I think it's been around 10 years since we ended up in the top 25 in the AP or coaches poll, and that was, I think, around 24th or 25th uh, about 10 years ago. So, uh, guys, whatever we've been doing, it hasn't been working. 
And we're, in order for us to fight and crawl our way out of the West Division of the Big Ten, we're going to have to do well in the transfer portal. That's the way I see it. The problem, Stephen Jake, I've mentioned this before, is how they put these pieces together. How are they going to form team chemistry? Right. You know, over the summer, uh, if that's possible, with no coaches around, and for four weeks of fall camp next, uh, next August. Um, it, it's going to be a challenge, Steve, Jake. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm paid up, signed, sealed, and delivered to, to sit in my seats again this year. But I'm, I'm, uh, honestly, I'm wondering how the ticket sales are going this year. I was going to, I was going to call over there to the athletic department. I got something from the, from the, uh, foundation and I was going to call over there and see how the season ticket sales were going. And, but, uh, but I, I never got around to it, but. Guys, you know, we, we all always have eternal hope yes. for football here, and, and uh, uh, let's hope things pick up this, this year. Um, but, boy, you know, guys, it, it, it's, I think it's going to take a small miracle. I, I really do for them to, to, to hit seven or eight wins, but we'll see how it goes. And, Steve, Jake, hey, guys, it's going to warm up. And, uh, Steve, I tell you what, I – can't wait to hear what you're doing here, uh, uh, June 1st, and uh, we'll all wish you, of course, over here at Baldwin the best of luck, and uh, uh, we're, we're glad you're staying on the radio show. So, uh, hey, Steve, Jake, you guys have a great weekend. All right. Thank you, Chris, for the phone call. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Wow. Now, there's a lot. Thank you very much because you... Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. 2023 Aria has limited availability. All-wheel drive expected availability early 2023, subject to change. Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items, like... Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam. Crispy nugs. Crispy nugs. Strawberry lemonade. Dave's. Dave's. Nugs. Nugs. Sam. Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary. At U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. Planted some seeds for discussion Chris, which I really appreciate, and I appreciate what those guys, we really appreciate their loyalty at the Baldwin shop. Okay, uh, and still subscribe to the Journal Star. I mean, it, it's a great staff, and Husker Extra is going to be just fine. Okay, here's what I'm trying to predict what's dancing around in your head, Jake. Right here? Yes. Tangoy. See, do you, have, do you have this vision of Nebraska becoming sort of a school known for going into the transfer portal, for being reliant on the transfer portal as a school that's known as a good destination for people coming out of the transfer well, I portal. think so with NIL. Um, is, is that a fear of yours or is that – it's not a fear of mine. What if Nebraska – what if Nebraska comes to have that reputation? Well, if it works out like it did for Michigan State, that's fine. 
Yeah, what if yeah. I, I still I still wish Nebraska could develop their own young talent. You, would you prefer that Nebraska's program looks more like Iowa or Wisconsin, which isn't transfer portal reliant? In all honesty, yes. Why? Because it shows that you your staff can develop players and not just take players that were, were other spots that develop there and put them in here and see if it works. I just don't understand why you get hung up on that. Well, here's why. Here's why it I ask shows the question. Your no, working. here's why I ask your question. Did you think they didn't have a hand in developing Samari Ture? They did. He came right out of the portal. He was good you at Montana. Still have to he develop. was very good at Montana. If Chubba Purdy's going to become the quarterback at Nebraska, they're going to have to develop him into a starting quarterback. Right. He's young. He, didn't have, he hasn't played much. That one's right. fine. Right. He has no playing experience, really. Right. So you still. Uh, that's, that one's fine. So you, now, I get what you're saying. For instance, O'Shawn Mathis mm-hmm. and Devin Drew, they won't require as much development. Although what, although what I told you yesterday was. He embraced Mike Dawson's critique in their film study because he intim- he intimated that he hadn't had that kind of coaching, and that and that's part of the appeal of coming here, having a defensive line coach that was with the New York Giants and can develop him. Jake, you can still develop players. What you're talking about is becoming. A developmental program. I don't know. Do you sure? Are you sure you want that? Are you sure you want that? What is Iowa? They're developmental. developmental. Okay. How many national championships have they won? And 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 how many Big Ten championships have they won? They are a developmental program. And what happens with the developmental program? They're good every four or five years. They get really good every four or five years. Not in. Not even. I mean, not. I don't know. Has Iowa been they, really been, good? They have been respectable for a long time, though. Yeah. They have not had a three and nine. They had a one, is that what you want? They had now? a four and eight in twenty twelve or whatever that was, and then after that, they have been a bowl team and an easily a bowl team ever since. Only four or five years ago, when we started this show, that would have been a repulsive discussion. Well, they, yeah, for you. Well, guess what? Nebraska changed the conversation by missing five straight bowl games. I, I cannot revert. I cannot change what I said five years ago about Iowa and Nebraska. Because I didn't expect Nebraska to go to go miss five straight bowl games and Iowa to be a consistently eight to nine to ten win program. I don't know that you want to get in the habit of changing your values with the wind. Uh, the, the wind changed everything when you missed five straight bowl games. Um, Steve, <laughs> um, hold on a second. Gus. Gus is should I read what he said? Yes. He, he says Sip sounds like Sean Eichhorst right now. In what regard? We had to evaluate where Iowa was at. Oh. <laughs> was what yeah. is the comic okay. that Sean Eichhorst made. All right, Gus. That of course Gus? Iowa fans did not part like very much. All right. That was fair. Gus. And since then Nebraska has not beaten Iowa at all. At once. Once. I do sound like Sean Eichhorst. You do. Yes. Yeah, so no, I I, I can I, I can I can have different thoughts on how I felt from five years ago because things have happened that did I never ever thought would transpire with this football program. Here's where I stand on the transfer portal. Nebraska in this situation, in the situation it's in, now Chris defined it as desperate times require desperate measures. Huh? They were three and nine last year. <laughs> Scott's fifteen and twenty nine. They need his back is against the wall. He got I don't know. Did he get eight million whacked out of his contract, his original contract, ten million, whatever it was? 
He changed. He he made five changes on his full time staff. Yeah, that all spe- speaks to a level of desperation, right? Mm-hmm. And and he, wow. And he essentially said, "This is what we're doing to get over the hump." Now, Scott, Scott sp- spun it a little differently. He wasn't going to say, "Well, guys, desperate times call for desperate measures." Yeah. Um, he, I don't think you want your coach saying nah. that. <laughs> yeah. Your he, coach just called it a desperate time. Oh unless boy. he's like an arena football coach or something. Right. But I, I think the way Scott spun it was what we're close. We're just trying to get over the hump, and we're going to go in the portal to get us there. Do you buy that okay, spin? Well then, okay, do you buy that keep spin? Keep right there. That I buy that spin a little bit. But let me ask you this. If Nebraska this year surprises us and does win nine games or, or something like crazy like that, nine, ten, if they, if they put it all together, the, the transfer guys work out great, Casey Thompson's great, and they figure it out. Are they going heavy portal again after that? Like is, is, are they going to say, well, now look at us. Now come and get, you know, let's get even better talent in the portal coming to Nebraska. I, I, my or guess, is it just a one-year thing leading up to that? My guess would be, without studying the too deep, my guess would be yes. That I don't know if it was it would be as quite as heavy. 16 new, new guys. Um on the roster in spring ball again. Would you have that again? 16 new guys on the roster next spring and a bunch of guys emerging. Well, Sean's saying seven or eight emerging as starters again. Uh, the way things are going right now. Yeah. I, I mean, I could see some of that. Now that depends on what you alluded to earlier. It depends on attrition. Yep. Yep. Jake, can you, you, you just surrender to the notion that this is the world we're in now? Guys are going into the portal and coming out. Now, if you win, maybe you'd have a few less. If you if you do win eight or nine, maybe you would have a few fewer guys going into the portal and you don't have to get as many. What if they, though, go six and six mm-hmm. um, or five and seven? Yeah, you'll probably have some more attrition, and you'll have to go into the portal. The thing that, the thing that you can't deny in this entire conversation is Nebraska is an organized – is an organized – NIL system. They're organized. They're more organized than most places. I don't know what the I don't know what percentage I would put that Nebraska's in as terms of well organized machines NIL wise and transfer portal wise. I mean I, it's it's NIL slash transfer portal because you can get guys out of the transfer portal because you're organized in the name image likeness realm. Think about what Nebraska did with Trey Palmer. They created that NFT, right? Say what that is. You know what that is? You know what that stands for? The, di- the like the digital representation of him. I don't know. The NFT. Uh, yeah, what? you sound like an old man. Um, yeah. See, look at look at look at look at who's helping us right well, now. Well, Gus is a young man. He's he's, a, he's in the know here. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's right now. But anyway, anyway, what if? Yeah, non fungible yeah, NFT. Yeah, non fungible tokens. Thank you. Thanks, thanks, thank you. Not, yeah, thank you. Non-fungible tokens. They have this organized, elaborate plan in the non-fungible token token rant realm for Trey Palmer. Nebraska, Jake, what if they're known, at least in the short term, as one of the most organized NIL operations and they take full advantage of that? Well, that, that would be the goal. Because they've done that with Trey Palmer, with O'Shawn Mathis, with 
Devin Drew, with Tommy Hill, with um, come on, help, 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 Deshaun Singleton, uh, with all those guys that have come in, Tom, Timmy Bleak Road, with with Boom Sheeny, the punter, um, Hunter Anthony, yeah, yeah, Hunter Anthony, Kevin Williams, mm-hmm. all these guys on your two deep. That this is, I mean, you have to tip your cap to Jared Lambrecht. You have to tip your cap. If this team wins eight or nine games, the portal worked. Yeah. NIL worked. Yeah. When it, when it absolutely had to. When it, when it had to. For the staff to work, it has to work right now. Right. And if, yeah, if it does work, yeah, you tip your cap. Okay, you talk about chemistry. I wonder what Mel Tucker would say about chemistry. It can happen. Well, yeah, and I think a lot of people are surprised it worked like that at Michigan State. To bring that many new faces, that many new starters, that, that can get ugly. That can be messy. And it wasn't messy. I mean, at least from, right. our, from our, maybe it was messy behind the scenes, but in terms of what was on the field and the product that we saw week by week, it was not messy at all. I read about it. You know why it wasn't messy in East Lansing? You know why? Because he got 20 guys out of the portal in that range, but he didn't hand them starting jobs. They had to comp- A lot of them didn't get starting jobs. When that happens, <coughs> the other guys notice it. Okay, they brought in poor guys, but they're not handing them anything. Those guys got to win jobs just like the rest of us. And that helped in East Lansing. They're, they're, it helped the culture. Those guys, it wasn't like he brought in 20 guys and handed them jobs. They had to earn them. And I think that's what Frost, I, I think that's the way Frost is cut out. Not all these guys are being handed jobs here. Those guys, Hunter Anthony and Kevin Williams, they didn't start the spring game. Deshaun Singleton didn't start the spring game. Tommy Hill didn't start the spring game. They got to they got to win the jobs. If that's what you're doing, that'll help a lot. You can't bring in guys and hand them stuff because the guys. Okay, Jake, it's just common sense. If you bring in guys from the transfer portal and hand them money and hand them starting jobs. What it? What is that? Causes some problems. Yeah. What is the walk on from Aurora going to say? I had no, I had no chance. What am I doing? Now a lot of kids are just good flat kids that want the program to be good and they'll do whatever they have to do, but you're really pushing the limit as far as as far as messing with the minds of your players. If you're do if you're bringing guys out of the portal, paying them significant money and handing them jobs, you can't do it. That that's a ticket. That is a ticket to a bad culture and a ticket to a five-win or fewer season. That's what that is. Can't do it. You can't hand. You can't hand. And I don't. You know what? I keep talking about Anthony Grant. I don't know if he's going to be the starting running back. That big dude from Tallahassee might be your starting running back. Jock Cassiant. Yeah. I don't know that Anthony Grant's going to be your starting running back. What, you know what? You know who start? You know who started the spring game? Ramir Johnson. He did. He's he's been a starter before, before Nebraska. They didn't hand Anthony Grant anything. They won't hand any Anthony Grant anything. Bob. So a call from Bob on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline four zero two four six four five six eight five. Bob, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, you know what is it? Bob? This year we had to have guys. We lost some guys. We had to have some guys. We had to put some guys in there. I think they got the right guys. They put them in there. But I'm I'm telling. You, now mm-hmm. we also offered a lot of this year. They've offered a lot of high school kids. I can see them uh, recruiting high school kids, and that. And if we need to go to the portal and plug in, if we got the right guys, 
That's where I see this program. Okay. And I'm going to tell you right now, okay. what we've got and what it in, in the bridge from what we've got from the portal to what to the younger guys, I can see us I can see us now on the right track. And I wouldn't surprise me a bit. I'm telling you guys, wouldn't it be nice to see Nebraska and and uh, Ohio State be in the Big Ten championship, both undefeated? I know, That'd be Bob. awesome. It would be great, Bob, but it's, it's not it realistic. Happen. No, realistically, it still happens. We've got the schedule. We've got the guy. We've got the dudes. If they had been working their tails off from winter conditioning up to fall ball, the fall camp, and then that's when, you know, and then the season, because it all starts, it, it all starts um, in winter conditioning and the summer. Okay. And if they work their tails off, mm-hmm. it can happen. Believe me, it God, can happen. Well, that'd be nice. And I wouldn't be surprised a bit. And I'll go back and say, I told you so. I would. I hope you would. I hope you would, because you're one of the few, Bob. I mean, I believe in this coaching staff. I believe in these players, and I can see us doing it. All right, Bob. Thank you. Well, that's. I mean, that is the Bob spirit. is a. Uh, Positive man. Yes. So now think about our two calls from older gentlemen. I think Bob would be classified as an older gentleman. Chris, an older gentleman. Now think where the camps that they're in. They're in exact opposite camps. Chris is in the camp that Nebraska might just be a five to nine win program. That's where it might it might just have settled in to a, a kind of a new world five to nine win program. Bob is taught is still still. This is the fourth or fifth call yeah. where Bob has mentioned the possibility of running the table. <laughs> Which I again I I'm not trying to put Bob down. I just I yeah, I would don't. I don't. would frankly be stunned beyond belief. I mean, you 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 talk about the ultimate surprise for me and and you know, Jake, you don't get surprised. If Nebraska ran the table, How about that? I, I don't. I do. I. I would have no words for you. I would just sit here in silence and just stunned no, silence. You would never mouth open. Mouth silence. open. You're saying Earth to Jake. Earth to Jake. Nothing's there. That's what would happen. Hello. Hey, no, we um, gotta get to break. All right. Well, that was good calls. Those are good calls of Chris and Bob. Yeah. And by the way, if you're trying to watch us on Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube, you know this happens once in a while. Uh, computer issues over here, so we are black screen right now. I'm trying oh, to get sweet. us back up. Um, it's good. And everything's great. Technology's awesome. We'll be back on the stream soon. Okay. But so you keep keep pulling it up on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Yeah. And uh, we will be back with more next on Early Break in the Ticket.